You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Our vet is here from Bray Vet, Old Connor in Bray, also on TV3, on uh, the Wicklow People, on the Daily Telegraph, and on his website, PeteTheVet.com. Good now, morning. Good got morning. Them all in. How are you, Pete? Exactly. I'm great. Okay, you're going to talk to us about um, uh, Christmas present for pets in just a second, but I want to get a question into you about cats, okay? First of all. Uh, hi, Pete. My neighbour's cat has decided she wants to live. It's a, it must be she then. Yeah, it must be definite on that. Might make a difference. She wants to live in my house. I have a cat flap, so can't keep her out. However, my two cats don't like her and tend to fight with her. I just want to know are these fights as bad as they sound when they go for each other. That kind of noise, isn't it? Yeah, it's really... Yeah. It sounds awful. And, you know, the truth is, it is awful sometimes. They can really hurt each other. Um, so, I, I think, from what you're saying, you really should think about uh, trying to solve the problem. And the problem is that this other cat is coming into your own cat's territory, which is in your house. The easy answer nowadays is to get a microchip-enabled cat flap. So you make sure that your two cats are microchipped, and that's very easy to do. And then you, you buy this cat flap. There's a, one brand is Sure Flap, but there are other ones as well. And you set the cat flap up so that it only lets your cats in. So if the neighbour's cat comes up to your cat flap and tries to go inside, it can't do it because it's locked. Right, but um, can't, they, can't they be very smart and, and go in chasing the other one and the two of them get in? They, it's like getting underneath <laughs> a, a toll bridge barrier or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is possible, it is possible. Some cats do learn to do that. But it generally works very well, especially at the start. And I think that's a really good thing for you to do. Otherwise, you're going to have, carry on having conflict inside your house. Cats... I think that cats should have a right to have somewhere where they feel safe and secure and not under threat of other cats. And it sounds like this neighbour's cat is a little bit of a uh, bully of your own pets, and that's not fair to your cats. So, having said that, I would say that a heck of a lot of cats do move on their own accord. They decide themselves that they don't like where they live, and they move in to a neighbour or to, to, to somebody else. And it can be upsetting for the person who owns the cat or who thought they owned the cat. Happened to my own cat, actually, um, a cat called KC. We, we had him for years, um, and then our sort of menagerie expanded a bit, and we got a, a dog which this cat didn't like, and KC just started to spend more time in a neighbour who lived about 200 yards away, and he ended up staying there permanently. And, you know, I, I, my nose is a bit out of joint. You know, am I not providing well enough for you, Casey? But he chose to go. And that's quite <laughs> common. It's quite common for cats to do that. So don't feel too hurt if it happens. Um, cats just know what they like, and that doesn't always mean you. Okay. And so the idea, then, the cat flap, just to make sure for her, access to the house. she's got two cats yeah. already. She doesn't really want this neighbour's cat in her house, so the, the microchip cat flap. Right. Does she have to spend much money on this? No, I, I think they're... I don't know. Um... 50 or 60 euro, I think. Maybe something like that. Maybe a, maybe a bit really? more. Really? Yeah, they're, they're really yeah. effective. Yeah. Really effective. Give me a little kick in the arse and tell them not to come in. <laughs> much cheaper. Anyway, uh, gifts for uh, the pets. I've heard some people sending Christmas cards and they say, 
included in the family the dog's name on the Christmas cards. So dogs are and uh, cats are, you know, part of the family. Listen, if you ask any pet owner <laughs> to show you a picture of their pet, they'll take out their smartphone. They're, they're probably more <laughs> like the pictures of their pets on their smartphones than they are of, of their children. So, you know, pets are there. Okay, they're, all right. We, we rate so, them. So, um, something like Christmas presents for the, the cat Well, the I think there's two levels as to what you can do. I think if you go to any pet shop, you'll find some little novelty-type, Christmas-type presents for pets. You know, um, I don't know, um, little mice wearing Christmas colours or Santa outfits for dogs and all those kinds of things. They're all a bit of fun, um, but you have to remember they're just a bit of fun. If you want to get something that's genuinely useful, I can think of half a dozen really great ideas, um, and I'll tell you them quickly. One of them is, if you've got a dog that likes chasing things, make sure you get one of these chuck-it kind of toys. Do you know, it's like a long stick with a cup at the end, and you use it to throw a tennis ball type thing for miles, and your dog brings it back, you put it back in the little cup, and you hurl it again. If you haven't used one of those for your dog, get one this Christmas, because they just love it. What's it called? It's, I, it's, uh, kind of, I don't know, chuck-it, I think, is one name. Yeah, okay. There's a whole bunch of different kind of the same sort of things, but they're just a way of hurling a tennis ball for miles and they're fantastic <laughs> and I also think every dog owner should know about Kongs these are hard rubber um, sort of bell shaped uh, toys that have got a hollow centre you stuff them with food and you put them in the deep freeze and um, then you give them to your dog and your dog will spend up to an hour chewing this toy um, to get the food out and it's a great way of occupying your dog's attention and giving them something to chew that you want them to chew rather than expensive shoes or um, furniture and, and so on. So, okay. Kong what else? are great for, for dogs. Um, the latest thing, I think, for cat owners, which is great fun, is something called the G-Paws. That's G-P-A-W-S. And what it is, is a satellite tracker. So, you put this little thing that's about the size of a key fob around your cat's neck on a collar, and when your cat comes in at the end of the day, you take it off the collar and you plug it into your into the USB port of your computer and it then will show you a, a, a Google Earth view of your home area with a little dotted line showing you exactly where your cat has been. What's it called? G-Paws? G-Paws. What is that? That sounds great. It's about 50 quid. Does it work for the kids? It <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It would do, of course. Yeah, don't tell them you're doing it to them though. Just sneak it into their bag. And exactly. And for, and for spouses as well. It'll work for them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> one more in the time available. Just one more. Um, another thing which I think is if anybody who's got a, um, pet bedding that causes them grief, maybe because it gets smelly or dirty, or whatever, it's the stuff called vet bed, which is fabulous. Vets use it for the, for for bedding for pets that that are hospitalised. But any pet owner would find it useful. Basically, it's synthetic sheep's wool type substance, so it's lovely and soft and insulating. But it dries really quickly and it's really easy to wash. Just put it through a washing machine. It's called Vet Bed and it's a, a great addition to any pet household. Pete Weatherburn from uh, Bray Vet uh, on the Old Connor in Bray. And also you can hear this broadcast again on Pete's website, which is petethevet.com.